Hello everyone, welcome to Love On Yourself Podcast. Hi, my name is Desiree Nicole. And today we're going to talk about Bridgerton. Bridgerton is a Netflix series. I talked about Malcolm and Marie. So let's talk about Bridgerton. I, I love having like these little shows um, and talking about the message behind these shows and how pretty much we can relate to what's going on now to then. So Bridgerton is based off of like a family in the 19th century, you know, in London. And basically the main characters, Daphne, you know, her family, and then you have the Duke. So we're going to talk about how they first met and basically how they both had feelings for each other, but how the Duke's childhood affected how he treated Daphne. So Daphne, I feel like she's like a, a lover girl. Like how I feel like I could, I could see myself as that, like the girl who just wants to feel love. Like she wants to be married. She wants, you know, to find you know, her soulmate, like she really wants to marry for love. She doesn't want to just marry just to marry. She wants to marry for love. And she meets the Duke and he's kind of like rough around the edges. Like he pretty much has like a hard shell, you would say. He puts a hard shell up for her. But he really does like her, but he also plays like he doesn't care. And I feel like that's based off of his childhood. His dad was very emotionally abusive towards him. So he was very shut off. He didn't really know how to love properly. And Daphne, you know, she was a virgin. You know, she she's never been with a man before. So it was a lot of things. She It was new to her. So let's get to the part where, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it. Let's get to the point where they kissed in the garden. And finally, they're, you know, showing each other, like, you know. But he still has his little wall up, like, I I can't marry you. Because he made a promise to his father because of how his father treated him that he would never have a kid. He would never, you know, pretty much carry on the name of their family because of how... His father treated his mother. That's the only thing that was important to his father is having a a heir to the throne, like, you know, passing on a legacy. And, you know, he really was affected by his childhood and he was holding on to a lot of anger with his father. So basically the relationship was Daphne was just trying to get him to come out his shell. Slowly, he was coming out of his shell because when they went on their honeymoon, you know, he told her, I burn for you. Like, you don't understand what it's like to feel something for someone who doesn't feel the same. And then Daphne is shocked because, you know, he's all closed up. And she's like, well, I burn for you too. Like, I feel the same way that you do. Like, why do you think I followed you into that garden? He goes, why do you think I went into that garden? Because... They really love each other. Like, they really do care both about each other. But it's just hard for him to open up and show her that because of his childhood. He's never felt what love was. So we go into it. 
Daphne really wants like a child and you know he doesn't want a child because you know he made a promise to his father on his deathbed that I would never do this I would never do that blah 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 so you know that was a problem for her because it's like she always wanted to be a mother and she was like you know am I I love him but am I going to sacrifice what I want you know because of his hate for his father so then comes when she uh pretty much they're you know making love you know and she realizes that Daphne you know she's a virgin so he kept pulling out on her she doesn't know how to make a child like you know how baby making she was never taught you know okay this is how a child was made so pretty much she finds out that he's you know she's been lying to him about you know pulling out like and she felt really mad at him and she pretty much you know tricked him and made her you know made him like you know inside of her and then they got into an argument and they were like arguing for like episodes they were so stubborn and he really you could tell like he was really trying to fight how he felt about her but you could see that he really does care about her but he was just afraid to love someone so much you could tell that's just a person that was never loved properly and doesn't know how to react to the love that a person is giving them so when they finally break down and say listen I really love you like Daphne was like you may think that you're hard to love and no one can love you and your father made you feel that way but she loves all of him. She said, I love all of you, your flaws, everything about you. I love everything. And, you know, pretty much they put their little beef aside. And, you know, finally, they have a child. So let's break it down. So I felt like I was hard to love or, you know, my inner child wounds causes me to put a wall up, you know, for people who who try to get close to me. I know this, that. And I feel like this is like a really good example of how everyone isn't raised off of love. Some people are raised off of survival. And then when they run into someone who was raised on that loving family, that support system, you know, it's hard for them to see, well, why is this person like that? And because they're so used to, like, the way you were raised on love that you don't understand how a person is raised off of survival. And I mean survival meaning, like, emotional survival. Like, sometimes abuse can affect how a child loves when they're older. You know, he was afraid he didn't want to be the man his father was, but he didn't realize he was never, he's never going to be the man his father was. You know, he, he was like, I don't know how to be the man you want me to be, but I'm willing to try. Like, so you see, like, it's, it's crazy. The character development with him was just amazing to see that he realizes that this woman loves him and he put it was pride, like how I said in the last episodes, pride can really mess up good things. Pride can mess up good things. Fear can mess up good things. They put their pride and fear aside and came together as one. And I feel like 
that's what relationships nowadays need to do is understand that maybe that person is acting that way because of, you know, they don't have the tools. They don't know how to communicate how they feel. You know, they never really had that emotional, you know, support or even if they don't, they have like daddy issues. Like I know guys that have issues with their fathers or females who have issues with their fathers or guys that have issues with their mothers or females who have issues with their mothers. Sometimes people operate off of survival. And I feel like this is a great show to watch to see how inner child wounds affect adults. So a part of love, and I'm not talking about toxic love, I'm talking about someone really loving you is going to love everything about you, meaning I'm going to see your flaws, I know your flaws, I see right through you, I embrace your flaws, but also I'm willing to work with you to see where we you know and they start off as friends so usually I feel like the best relationships always should start off as friends I feel like you should be my friend so you could see you could see what I go through like I feel like no one a person really can't love you if they haven't seen you go through grief if they haven't seen you lose a job, go through financial problems, go through family problems, go through depression, go through just anything that is significant to you and they still stick around and they still see the beauty in you, that's love. That's definitely love. That's that's real love. People are not going to pay attention to every detail about you. And a person who just looks at you and pays attention to every detail, every little thing about you, they secretly know and they store in their head. That's love. When you love someone, you study that person and you really just embrace every little thing about them. Even their flaws are beautiful to you. And that's how it always should be, is you working to pretty much fix things and I'm not talking about if it's unhealthy if it's toxic I'm talking about no one is perfect I feel like you need to stop making checklists and this person has it has this it has that no love with no expectations as I say love with no expectations meaning stop trying to put a high price on someone they have to do this they have to be that And you're not even at that same level. It's like, you're never going to find real authentic love if you're not willing to actually really love someone while they're building themselves up. When you build with someone, it's a difference. When you just want someone who is just building and they already have their building built and you're kind of like halfway up there, but you're... It's not the same. Like, for example, like with... A Nipsey Hussle and Lauren type of relationship, as you see, 
they both were their emotional support. You don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. We never know what goes on behind the scenes. And couples like this, I appreciate couples like this that are now on social media bashing each other because it shows you that the love is real and they have enough respect for each other not to go on social media and say anything. So it's just a level of maturity that you need to have when dealing with someone that you love. And I really feel like when you love someone, we're not always going to be on good terms. I feel like the most successful relationships are starting off coming into a relationship. We have ups and downs. You're going to have ups and downs with a person. You're going to feel like you're not connected with that person. You're going to feel like you're not really understanding where this person is going in life. You're not understanding things feel different. Like, Y'all are not really talking as much. Y'all are not really texting as much. You're not really doing anything. And you just have to, like, work through it and be like, I don't like this uncomfortable feeling, but I'm willing to work with you to find a common ground again. Because people change. People elevate. You know, things about a person change, you know? And sometimes you just have to work with those changes. That's what love is. If you're not ready for that commitment, if you're not ready to really work with someone if you're just always going to leave someone because something happens that you're like oh well this person said something I didn't like so I'm out because when you love someone you care about your feeling like you care about how the person feels when you love someone you really do care about how they feel you care about what makes them feel uncomfortable why are you feeling uncomfortable what can we do to get back to where we were or what could we do to get better like than where we were before? That's what love is. So why in this generation do we feel like love is just supposed to be a fairy tale and we're not supposed to have any problems? Everyone goes through problems. But the good thing about starting out as friends is like you know that person. Like, you know, if you've been friends for a long time, you've been friends for years. You know this person and you really like see how this person operates. You see this person for who they are. And that's why I said you should never just jump into a relationship with someone and just be like, okay, you know, because sometimes we get the hype. Like it's like that temporary feeling of, oh, I really connect with this person. But then when you're with this person, you realize, oh, We don't know each other at all. I do believe in twin flames. I do believe in soulmates. I do believe in that. But I also know even when you have those type of connections, it's about work. A twin flame is work. Work. Like, and I can break it down to you. Like, I could do other movies where I could show examples of a soulmate and a twin flame so you can see the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame connection so you could see the differences of these connections but even if this person is your soulmate or your twin flame you still gotta work relationships are work love is work and yes love is scary you might have a person that will give up on you and wake up the next day and be like you know what i don't want to do this anymore and you know what sometimes that person wasn't really for you in the first place sometimes and you're just too blinded because you love them you probably love them more than they loved you see one thing i'm not going to promote 
is unequated love. I'm not going to tell you to sit up there and love someone that's not loving you back properly. I'm saying this is for the people who have people that actually are doing the work and it's equal. And you shouldn't just love someone who does not love you back. Stop pouring water into plants that don't grow. Stop trying to make people who don't love you and don't support you love you. Authentic love does not come around. It's rare to find someone who really cares about you. It's rare. Trust me. It's very rare. And one thing I could say that I'm proud of is I could say Mel's come to me and be like, you know what? When you really like, you know, when I met you and you liked me and how you treated me, I haven't been able to find that with someone else. But thank you for loving me at that time when I needed it. Thank you for being there for me at the time I needed it. And I say, thank you. You know, I I appreciate you telling me that. That means a lot to me because I see that you really, I really, what I did for you really helped you. And I appreciate it. And that's why I never, I'm grateful of the heart that I have. I'm never going to change the heart I have how I, you know, move forward with certain situations, I'm going to change that. But I'm never going to stop being a good person because I got effed over by someone who didn't appreciate who I am and what I do. No, I'm never going to stop that. So with the lesson with Bridgerton basically is just loving someone through their flaws and how when you love someone, you work through it. You work through it. It's not going to be easy. I know you want to quit, but you have to work through it. Those uncomfortable times, those arguments. Because I feel like, yeah, we get into an argument. It might make me feel like some type of way. But sometimes just sitting down and listening to what the person says. Because I always feel like it's a message when someone says something. Like, Like, for example, a guy could say, I don't feel like you appreciate me because you don't you don't text me or say good morning or say I love you or whatever. And you get defensive like, "Ah, and just shut them down. How do you think they're going to feel? Like, you have to communicate how you feel. If you care about this person, you say you love this person, you care about how they feel. Even if you don't understand and you feel like you're doing everything right, sometimes we get busy and sometimes we stop showing people who we might love the attention you know sometimes we get so wrapped up in new things or we get so wrapped up in other things that we kind of overlook the people that have been there or you know that we do love but sometimes that happens some people you know they get blinded by things and you know sometimes you have to realize that when you love something you just treat it differently When someone loves you, they treat you differently. So I feel like as a way to love on yourself, love what loves you. And don't love what doesn't love you. Thank you. Love y'all.